but a bit more flexible now? Um, in this sense, I'm, I'm referring more to personal boundaries, yeah. what you're comfortable yeah, at accepting talking. and, and uh, whatnot. So there's still certain things that you can you know, put a stop to on mm-hmm. uh, on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of negative stuff on social media. There's also positive stuff. So you uh, use your own wisdom and and um, you know determine what's uh, what you will do and what you won't do. And of course, you know you you can't ask for what you can't dish out yourself. Yeah. So if you want respect from other people, you're going to have to do the same. Um, you know, just be a good model in your communication. Mm. So why do we need them? Why should we have these boundaries? Um, because of our own dignity, because of our own, uh, the way we carry on with people. But, you know, and is it something that you have to make people aware of? Is it a physical thing that you have to say, look, can you just be, or is it something that you were born with? You should have some awareness of it. I think sometimes we take it for granted that everybody knows the basic. Um, but in fact, we don't because of cultural differences, personality differences, individual, um, you know, standards. Um, over time, you will know whether or not you should uh, call somebody out or you should uh, politely teach someone, look, this is what I do not like. Please don't speak to me with that sort of tone. Or whenever you see me, um, you know, doing something on the phone, please don't come and disturb me. You do have to teach others, I think, uh, whether it's a, a child or an adult. Because um, we all come from a different background, uh, different, um, you know, different upbringing. Uh, some people, they're just used to yelling at home, so they take that into the workplace. Mm, I've had that mm. um, in in a past uh, work experience. Sure, and sure. Yeah, so you do, you yeah. do have to uh, let others know. So it really does depend on the type of, say, communicators we are, because you said that, like, you know, at home you might be used to behaving in a certain way and then you automatically just take that. But that's also how receptive we are to certain ways of communication that we just take them. But so there's different forms of communicators, really, aren't there, in terms of how we all work? We've all, we're all different. We're all different, absolutely. And um, depending on what you, um, you know, what you value as a person spills into everything, how you um, manage uh, your the way you speak, the way you communicate, and how you parent. So without, like, if you don't think that you need to tweak some habits, you're going to go about it your very natural way, and it, it could go either ways. Um, you know, in there are, like, uh, let me ask you, do you know the type of communicator that you are and I share a slide with you on the on the different types whether you're a passive communicator passive aggressive aggressive or assertive I think I think I kind of change with circumstances and so I just you should adapt yeah. um, there are times where generally I would say that personally I'm quite I don't want any confrontation I don't I just want to be nice I just want everyone to understand but then there are situations where uh, you know it might just be you know um, if you're dealing like for instance at this very moment 
I am just trying to muster up a little bit of um, a backbone because I have to deal with some insurance companies about, uh, I recently had a burglary in my house. This is in the UK. And um, this insurance company has now come back and said, well, you know, we can't really do anything about this because you didn't do this or you weren't here or so. So I know that this is just something that some companies will do, but then it means that I've got to sort of stand tall here and, and be quite assertive about this because once you are, and I know I've past experience, it helps to be assertive. So then you adopt that role, but then in other circumstances, if you see that somebody's needing some help or whatever, then you automatically change the way you speak. You will actually go over to somebody and say, well, do you need some help on this? Your voice will change, your whole body language will change, and that goes with, with your voice as well. So, so I think, you know, we're all sort of adaptable. I think I can certainly be assertive without a problem. You know, I think with the experience that you and I both have behind us, um, it it's natural and it's it's wise to be adaptable and mm -hmm. flexible about our approach because we we just have those in our life experience too. Um, I don't um, I don't agree that being assertive all the time no. is the best. No. Uh, you also have to assess your situations, assess the stake. Um, assess the current situation sure. that we have around us is speaking up always in your best interest. No. <laughs> um, whether it's safety, whether it's um, will somebody lose a job or um, are there relationships that will be damaged, you have to kind of reflect on those situations. Um, sometimes it's in your best interest to stay a little bit passive. Um, passive aggressive is never a, a there's no <laughs> there's no benefit to be in although, uh, but although it's something that's practiced an awful lot um, because you know when somebody gets annoyed um, whether it sometimes be in the office environment or in a personal situation the kind of thing is is they're bottling all this aggression inside but they don't want to show it so instead it's just you know their actions they're slamming things down or or just just looking at somebody with daggers in their eyes so that is something that is actually quite common in, in offices and in the home really trust me I've been there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I used to be a passive aggressive communicator. Okay. And I, I shared last week that how that, how our communication, the way we communicate was very much impacted by, our, you know, primary caregiver. Sure. So I have to um, work a lot on that and, and being called out by other people as well. Mm -hmm. uh, look, I don't, I don't, you know, that that's I'm uncomfortable. If you have something to say, say it directly. Yeah. So that kind of, personal journey has also, you know, slapped me a few times. Yeah. It, um, well, I think the ultimate question you ask yourself, how much you value that relationship and how much are you willing to change um, to improve on that relationship rather than, you know, um, you know, I have a, a pride, my pride to my, you know, it's face, it's ego. Those are, you don't want to let those get in your way. So, um, and I, I think with experience, I, I can kind of identify the passive aggressive behavior in people mm -hmm. and I would um, approach them uh, with, you know, with the desire to look, 
Is there something that's bothering you? Let's have mm. um, have a dialogue. Let's let's um, tell me what mm. what's you know, lot, what's behind quite a lot your door slamming. That. Yeah, I mean, I think you know it is quite hard when you actually say that to somebody because I mean, I suppose if you're looking at it, there's a kind of unhealthy and healthy boundary here. That obviously you can tell somebody, look, don't do this it will create turmoil, it will make them feel uncomfortable. But so are there sort of healthy and unhealthy boundaries, you know, that we should be aware of, of what to do and what not to do? Um, again, I think it boils down to how much something bothers you. Um, for example, the healthy boundaries obviously is to, you know, be direct with your conversation without being, um, you know, without hurting other people's feelings. Because ultimately, you're looking at the quality of the relationship you're striving to build and not to hurt somebody, um, putting them down or whatnot. So it's, it's about honoring who you are as a person, what's important to you. So the healthy ones would be when you know um, you should really say no to something, whether mm. it's um, accepting a piece of um, work or uh, saying no, thank you. Um, you know, this yeah. is going to compromise my work if I take take on one extra project. Um, you know, sometimes we say being honest is a virtual, but in life, I think you do need to learn how to make white lies. Yeah. Um, you know, again, yeah, there's a fine line there, isn't there? Really, I suppose. You might get a bit of a reputation if you, you know, if somebody asks you to do some work. I know lots of people who, for instance, will just keep taking on work. They say, no, no, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. And then they do promise that they'll do it. But then they know at the time when they've taken that work on that they don't really have the time to do it. And that creates more tensions, you know. So it is a matter of accepting that there are certain boundaries that it is okay for you to say, no, I can't do that. Yeah. Well, if you don't say no, you're gonna you, you're gonna end up paying for it yeah, because yeah, exactly. when the when when time comes, you have to let somebody down. Um, you know, the other person has lost time. They could have taken the project to somebody else. So mm -hmm. I think it's it's for you know it's good for both ends um, to know your limits to know, um, you know, the quality of your work. If you take pride in the quality of your work, you wouldn't take more than you can chew. And this applies obviously in the family situation too. I mean, it might just be as a mother who is working and looking after the family, and it's just taking on more responsibilities as it goes. It has to, that you have to give somewhere and hand over some work or some of that sort of responsibility of the house and children. You know, you have to share it somehow. Yeah. Again, it's um, coming back to how much you love yourself and respect yourself. This this attributes to self care. Um, you know, it's it also learn to ask for help. All those. It's like it. It's not just communication. We're talking about a, a much bigger um, issue here. So I think in general, learning how to. Um, set the tone and set the ground to what's important to you and don't let other people cross those um, boundaries. Can you think of anything in your in your time, you know, in the experiences that you've had where you have had to physically just say, right, I have to change this. And then how did you do it? And then what happened? 
this is this is really telling on radio now, isn't and it? it? it it's it uh, goes back to being a passive aggressive yeah. communicator, right? So right. you changed that. I did, and that's exactly what I had to reflect on. Um, how much do I value that relationship, or do I care more about being right? Um, you know, the other person I think also took a lot of courage to call me out mm-hmm. saying, look, I don't I don't like the way you're communicating to me. You either change it or the relationship will dissolve. Mm-hmm. So I think um, ultimately I need to make my um, decision. Um, shall I shape up or shall I walk away? That type of thing. And that's very common, very common in the workplace, very common um, in personal relationships. Um, you know, that happens a lot with um, romantic relationships as well. You know, you don't, you, mutual respect is ultimately what you yeah. want to uh, strive to. Yeah. So, I mean, like, is this something that, like, for instance, you can think of it in the workplace that we need to be aware of this. Is there any form of teaching that goes on? Obviously, we teach our children and we tell them as they're growing up what to do and how to be careful or have empathy, etc. How about in the workplace? Is there any form of sort of training that goes on to help you with these with these communication barriers? Um, I think... As a, as a team, if you manage a team or um, work in an environment where there are other peers, um, it's slightly different. Let, let, me, let me give you an example. If you're a team and a lot of managers, they inherit their teams, yes, unfortunately. Yes. Um, and let's say you walk into uh, a situation where the dynamics isn't to your liking. You know, there's a lot of bad talks. Uh, a lot of, um, you know, some gossip, some cooler talks. Uh, and in Hong Kong, there's also language barriers. Uh, what I get a lot of from expats working in a local environment is that, well, people naturally speak in the local language. I have no idea so what they're talking alienated, about. alienated, yeah. You feel alienated. So if you're in a position to change something, then you need to change that dynamics. Um, you know, whether you're in a meeting, people t- speaking in a language you don't understand. So you, as, a, as a manager, you can set the ground rules mm-hmm. um, and the way that people treat each other while they're talking to each other. Um, so you, that is completely in your control. And that is a huge control because you can actually do that. I've seen very good managers right from the start and it's nipped in the bud right from the moment that they start that relationship. And you got it right right there. You have to nip it in the bud. Because otherwise it will, the negative energy, the uh, whatever energy that's not conducive to performance will spread. Um, If you're not, like you, good for you that you saw a lot of good um, management. But I also hear um, people feel that, oh, it's a local culture. It's not Mm. a whole lot I can do. Now that you have to come back and ask yourself, is it? Or you don't have uh, what it takes to manage your team. And it, it takes a lot of courage, like you said. You know, it, it takes a lot of speaking up. It takes a lot of um, calling other people out and, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, now, do you want to just leave us with some hot tips in terms of, if we were just summarize the whole thing about boundaries and communication, um, and also, tell us what we're going to be talking about next week. 
Sure. I think um, in summary, I say boundaries are important. It's um, sometimes we overlook <clears throat> the importance of uh, communication, how it impacts our own well-being and the well-being of other people. So healthy boundaries obviously will contribute positively to everybody's well-being. Um, when you're in an environment or when you feel that <clears throat> there are a few things that bothers you, but you know you haven't worked at coming up with the courage to um, kind of tweak those, then you you have to do some um, you know do some asking yourself. Boundary setting is <clears throat> about honoring who you are, respecting yourself, but also at the same time extending the same to other people. You're also teaching other people how to respect you, mm -hmm. how to communicate with you uh, in a way that you uh, you would uh, accept. Um, coming up next week, we're going to be talking about authenticity in communication. Mm -hmm. um, there's so much talk about uh, engagement and trust, whether it's in the workplace or um, you know, with our families or friends, I hear a lot um, on people whether I've been there myself 20 years ago, um, realizing that I have a work personality and I have a home personality. So I think the ideal is to close that gap. And how would you do it is being authentic to yourself. Um, being, being true, to, being yourself. true to yourself and again coming back to being true to what you value as a person um, all the topics in this series are interconnected mm -hmm. and um, you know authenticity it's about it's about you know being truthful being sure. sincere being a lot of things and sure. we'll go into that next week that'll be next week good well if you are interested in listening to some of the other podcasts from the communication matters program we have looked at listening we've looked at leadership and um, you can do that just make sure that you go to the rthk radio 3 website and go to the 123 show and those podcasts are there and you can listen to those and please do go also onto the facebook page my facebook page sadia usmani on radio 3 rthk cecilia i'd like to just say thank you to you for today that's great you've warmed up now and i'm warm in the studio too because i'm just thinking about boundaries now let's make sure we'll discuss our boundaries in a few moments but thanks very much i look forward to seeing you again you're next welcome week. see you next week thanks a lot bye-bye